because <laughs> just like this pastor was telling his kids about heaven, you know, and so he got to talking to the children. I know it wasn't you, Reverend, so don't worry about it. <laughs> Tell the children about heaven. They were so excited. And they said, he said, where do you want to go? And this little girl said, heaven. He said, what do you have to do to get there? The little boy said, be six feet under. <laughs> This is yours truly, Mr. NIA himself, Roderick Carter, and we have on the line with us in the studio today. Tell everybody who you are and where you're from. Hi, this is comedian Miss T. I'm from Austin, Texas. Austin, Texas, and she is a comedian. Well, she's a gospel female comedian, and we're going to dive into her world and she's also uh, written her first book and we're going to talk about that right here on America's favorite gospel internet radio station. Let's get started with how did you get started in gospel economy? Well, I've been uh, serving as an MC throughout the city of Austin and surrounding counties for more than 10 years. Wow. And part of that was that I would share my stories about my Sunday school children and you know, auxiliaries of the church, the experiences I've seen, the usher board, the deacons, and and um, after the service was over, people would come up to me and tell me how much fun they had and how they hadn't laughed that hard, and, and the stories that they remember uh, cracked them up, and so I decided, you know what, I might need to put that together on the CD, don't make a CD out of that. So I worked with what I had, uh, which was stories from my Sunday school kids. I used to teach Sunday school from the age of eight until I was 16. So uh, I have quite a few stories from the children. So that's how I got started um, and just went on and put it on the CD and made a comedy project called Back At You, Lord. I said, God, whatever gifts you've given me. I'm going to give back to you. So Amen. that's how, how it got named. So uh, that's how it started in 2005. I went to the studio. No, 2008, my bad. Uh, 2008, I went to the studio and transferred all my video footage into uh, audio format and then uh, put it together. Amen. Amen. And and I would ask you how old were you when you get started, but I think you started uh, not too long ago. It's been about uh, twelve years now that I decided to be serious about it. Put it that way. Okay. Um, so two thousand five, I decided to get serious about it and kind of make it a career, not an expensive hobby. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, so I'm still learning. I'm still growing. So I haven't arrived at all. So it's still a lot to learn. <laughs> Amen. Now, what prompted you? I mean, you know, what prompted you to say, you know, I'm gonna get up here and I'm gonna be funny? Ooh, I don't think it was hard because I've been standing in front of, speaking in front of people for uh, since I was eight. Okay. Uh, my mother was a choir director. I've been singing in a choir before, probably the age of five. I don't know if before then or not, but I know I couldn't read, and I misquoted words that I didn't know I was saying were wrong for 50 years before somebody, you know, finally <laughs> told me, oh, is that what we're supposed to be saying? Right. So um, um, I'm very comfortable in front of people, whether I'm singing or whether I 
standing, just standing there telling stories, you know. So I always did funny school overviews, so I'm used to speaking. So I believe my training ground was set then, even though I had no idea what God was doing. Right. And, <laughs> and since I lead praise and worship, I've been uh, singing praise and worship for 20 years. That was an added component that I wasn't expecting. Uh, okay. So I'm just comfortable in front of people. So I just be myself, you know. Right. Okay. Yeah. So did you start off in the church doing comedy or at home, out on the street? Uh, what did the comedy? When, when did that kick in? Um. Well, like I said, with with me doing MC and people just enjoy the fact that I keep the. Uh, program live I keep it flowing and I try not to have any dead space so that's when I would tell my stories about my Sunday school children was doing you know to keep the dead space from being really dead you know so I knew how to how to uh, make a program flow okay uh, so that's how it kind of came in so it was it's always been there but I've learned just like I had to learn praise and worship uh, it's still a learning uh, how to craft that and tune it and right. and look your crowd and know what they can handle, what they can't handle. And, you know, so that's the first thing I do when I go to a place that I'm not familiar with. I gauge the crowd. Okay. And, uh, you know, some I do secular. Uh, I use secular music, though, for a couple of my dance skits. And so if the shepherd says, I don't want you to play it, then I know I can't do that skit. So I know I'm just not totally free to be myself. Right. But then if the shepherd say, baby, be yourself, have your way, then I know I'm free to be me. And it's, it's a better show because I have better energy and I get better energy back. Gotcha. But I will do it without it because I respect the shepherds. I know that's his house. Oh, He's yeah. supposed to be there oversee that and I, I'm not going to fight that because I don't want to have to fight with God. I don't want to answer to him. I got enough to say. Mm. So I'm not asking that. <laughs> oh, who would you say are your influences when it comes to gospel comedy? Do you have any? I don't have any because at the time I started no one was doing it. Uh, the first name I heard was Jonathan Slocum. Okay. And I actually got to see him on BET something. I want to say it was Comic View. That, that, that tells you how many years ago it was. Right. And then Sister Cantaloupe came behind him. But now people are coming out and there are comics that were sector that are trying to convert, thinking, well, I'll go make money off the church folks and just talk about church folk and denominations. Well, my comedy doesn't talk about denominations. Right. Because the way I look at it, um, if it's funny, it's funny. Right. Just like a song, if you like it, you like it. Your denomination ain't got nothing to do with it. Either you like That's the true. song or you don't. <laughs> so okay. I look at comedy the same way. So my pitch has been, um, well, I'm calling it a pitch, but my dream was, Lord, I would like to be played on the radio because we really don't have any good funny things that we can hear on the radio that aren't bleeped out That's or you know you got to cover the children's ears or cover your grandmama's ears you know so so that was my thinking when i did the project is lord we want to get played on the radio because that's good wholesome it's just good wholesome entertainment that is true 
That and if so it's true. funny to you, it's funny. That's the only, pro- you know, the promise that I'll make is that there's something in there will make you chuckle. And, and, and your denomination has nothing to do with it. Your gender has nothing to do with it. Because I'm not tearing down anybody in any form or fashion. We're right. not offensive. We don't curse. Even though things have happened in the church that people <laughs> did curse, but I can't say that in the sanctuary. So, <laughs> right, right. But I said it's just kind of a reunion. But anyway, uh, <laughs> but it's just a different form of uh, sharing Jesus' joy. That's how I look at it. To let people know that you can be a Christian and it's not always so serious. Everything is not always stressful. Everything's not always negative. Hey, there's a joy in being a child of God. It and is. it's okay to laugh about the things in the church. It's okay to laugh while you're in the church. Sometimes Jesus just won't laugh and he don't want to hear your complaints. He just wants to say, hey, I want to enjoy you today, God. Right. Can I give you back what you've given me? You know, this is the voice you've given me. <laughs> How do you look you know, kind of thing. So he's going to be, hey, I enjoy being with you too. You know? <laughs> right. So it's not a hard walk. It's just uh, just include him in the joy because he gave it to us and just give it back to him. You know, so it's just another way to give God back to him what he's given us. How many of y'all take care of your elderly parents? That's right. That four-year-old raises hand. You go, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you gotta love the cheering man. <laughs> he just naturally innocent. Leave him alone, I'm taking him home with me. He's single, right? <laughs> I bring him back on Saturday. <laughs> John, I'm dealing with empty nest syndrome, y'all. Oh. Jesus. My youngest son graduated high school and decided to join the army. And he left on Juneteenth. And it really didn't hit me till I went grocery shopping for one. <laughs> you know, I walked in that big old store and it was like, I'm shopping for one. <laughs> Boy, I'm telling about goldfish. <laughs> Give me something to look at. I miss my baby though. I'm just used to him being there. Hey, man, if you're just tuning in, we're in a live interview with Miss T Gospel Comedy. Now, like you said, gospel comedy is um, its not necessarily new. Um, and there are a lot of people that are coming up um, into that uh, genre of gospel entertainment. Um, how difficult would you say it is today uh, for anyone that's interested in being a gospel comedian I, I think first of all I have to be careful with when I say this because I understand that my gift is that it's a gift 
it's a calling for me. Uh, I didn't, even though I've had it, um, it's an ability, a special ability that I have to make people laugh. Everybody really doesn't have that. That's true. Because I don't try to make people laugh. I don't do it on purpose. I don't sit here and write jokes. You know what I'm saying? To try to make funny. The Holy Spirit gives me a lot of my material. I'm telling you, you know. But some people just feel like, oh, I can be funny. I can make you laugh. Okay, but sometimes if you're in the Christian field, we can tell if what you're saying, if we can really relate to it because it's really believable. Or if you just get that up to try to you know, get a chuckle or two. And it makes a difference on how we feel about you. And I have seen, and this is so sad, I worked with a gentleman who we shared the stage at a comedy event in Bryan, Texas. Well, last year people were, you know, a couple of clubs in Austin were trying to create comedy events every, every week, I think, and every month. And so this gentleman came and he was a headliner and he did the exact same routine in Bryan, Texas. However, he was cursing with it. Uh-huh. And I'm looking at him, and then he's going to have the nerve to say, oh, I used to be a secular comedian, and that was my Christian set, my clean set, amen. And I'm sitting there going, what? Right. Oh, oh. so you have to be careful. If you say you're a Christian comedian, your life and your walk and talk has still got to flow. That's right. That's true. You can't, you know, so I was sitting there and my mouth dropped. I was like, oh, no, see, it's that kind of talk that's going to give us a bad name. So we already got to fight against people not knowing what to expect or they've seen comedians where they talk about the denominations and put them all down and the people are tired of hearing that or uh, talking about the preacher or however they talk about the preacher in such a negative light that people are bracing themselves because they've heard all of this before, but it's been harsh. Right. It's been harsh. Then I come in there and I did this, I did one uh, gospel set at a secular club and I did my comedy set and sat down. I did, you know, I did my, we had 10 minutes, I did my 10 minutes and hit it and quit it. And these two white guys afterwards, he said, I would have never thought church stuff was funny. He said, Miss, you were good. And I said, hey, Jesus, that's one for you. That's what it's about. It's not about nothing else. It's about maybe you enjoyed that you thought it was funny. So now, hopefully, when they hear gospel community, they'll remember, hey, man, you know, they can be funny. Remember that woman we saw? (laughs) Comedian behind me, uh, who got on stage behind me, I've never heard him. It's true. Everybody else was cussing, using the MF word, using what they do. I knew they were going to do what they do. It didn't bother me. But apparently I was there to minister that night because that young man was going to do a skit. And then he just stopped. Mm. And he looked at me and he said, out of respect for Miss T, he said, I could not finish this skit. And I'm looking at him because I've never heard it before. So I didn't know what he had to talk about. Right. And when he came off the stage, he came and he hugged me and he said, Miss T, I just got convicted. I said, mm, wow. Jesus, you need for me to be me. So what? for me, it's a ministry. I know what I have. And I'm, I've seen God work with the comedy that I do. I've seen him turn some situations around. So I can only say for me, I know this is my gift. It's my calling. Right. So there's a difference between knowing what you have and something you just want to try to do. Because a lot of secular 
comedians want to come over and say, we want to try the church now. But they've torn up the bad name, so it's a little harder for us to come through because they've been burned mm. by somebody who said, yeah, I'm a Christian comedian. Now, that content didn't change. Right. Context of what their mouth it was still uh, explicit yeah. without the cussing. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so I think we have a little harder, but Tyler Perry and Mr. Brown has helped that a little bit, helping them loosen up a little bit. Right. I think the way the way that's kind of turned now, so that the truth saints, I believe God is just letting the, the true, you know, um, comedians come through who are really living it and walking it come through it, and we're just gonna just slam in the spirit with laughter. Right. <laughs> you know what's amazing though? What? Uh, Bill Cosby. Uh huh. I mean, packed arenas, funny as all get up, never cussed. Yeah. So it can yep. be done, and it can be done for the glory of God. So, I I I commend all gospel comedians who who find that that way to keep it uh, clean, but still make it funny. I you know I applaud right. you guys. Right. So if somebody What's wanted to book you for your for their church, their convention, how would they contact you? You can contact me on Twitter as Ms. T Comedy, M-I-Z-T Comedy, or on my website, www.mizttcomedy, M-I-Z-T Comedy, Facebook fan page, Comedian Ms. T, M-I-Z-T, I'm trying to keep it consistent. Right. <laughs> any of those and actually my webpage is being revamped uh, to be relaunched to include the book that I wrote uh, uh, in March I published my first book called Celibacy What Was I Thinking so now I'm having to be rebranded I feel like a cattle now <laughs> having to be rebranded so I've got to add that to my uh, repertoire so I'm, I'm, I'm having dual careers learning a dual career plus a full time job I'm going to is there anything else you need to put on my plate? I mean, you know, because the bucket list, the book was not on it. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's right. Writing the book was not on that list. But anyway, I just thank God is there because that's another form of ministry. And the book is funny. It, it's got some funny parts in it, but then it's serious. So if someone's wanting to know how to be celibate, and then for those who want to know how to maintain their celibacy, that book is for you. You can also get that in my website. And what is the title of that book again? It's called Celibacy, What Was I Thinking? Celibacy, What Was I Thinking? (laughs) What What in the world was I thinking? That's a brand new book by comedian Miss T. She spelled Miss M-I-Z in the letter T. You can Google her or you can go to her website at www.misst.com. Dot com is it Miss T dot com or is it Miss T comedy Miss T comedy dot com you can check out samples of her um, her com- comedian and you can also check out her book make sure you pick up her book it's probably a wonderful as a matter of fact I know it's a wonderful book about <laughs> celibacy so many people don't you know we gonna get into that but. I know. <laughs> they act like it's a foreign language. They stutter. Yeah, some people do. Like you, you just, you just cuss me okay. out. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. 
Well, if you're just tuning in, we're in a live interview with Miss T Gospel Comedy. And I tell you what, we're going to listen to some of her comedy right now. And we'll be right back with Miss T. You know what I love about coming to musicals? I'm going to hear at least one old time song that I grew up with. You know what I'm saying? Because, see, I'm a quartet baby. I am. I'm a quartet baby. And I was raised on choirs and, and solos and duets. And so y'all sang trouble in my way. I was all right. I got my rock on high. mentioned earlier about uh, getting your stuff on on the radio um, how has internet radio helped you or has it helped you in any way or is that something it's, new that you're getting into it's not nothing new what I'm finding new is like when I released my project in 2008 I got more rejections because radio stations were saying no we're just music we're just music we're just music okay. but now Three years later, now I'm, I'm reading where a lot of radio stations are saying, okay, we're looking for Christian content. We're looking for comedy. We want to add that because the the radio stations that are winning the Dove Awards and the Stella Awards have more to offer than just music. Right. So now I'm like, Lord, look how the tide has changed. When I was offering and had a project, I was told no a lot of times, but there are some faith-based stations and some non-faith base stations that are playing me uh and i appreciate that i appreciate that and um how it's helped me is actually a radio station in london wow okay uh, heard about me went on my youtube saw my clips they were impressed and then asked me can they told me uh they want to do a one-hour a TV show on me on their TV station. They just needed my permission to use my clips. And I was like, do I have a house worth of material? I sure did. So it's been... <laughs> so my name and, and voice is getting out there even though I haven't been to London yet. So I found that it's been very helpful. Oh, uh, right. Very helpful. Yeah. Yeah. So thank y'all so much. All the radio angels. Thank you. Now... I have a section on here where I ask about fun facts. You said something earlier that I did not know, and that what is that? that you sing on the praise team or your praise and worship yeah. leader. Yeah. Had no yeah. idea. <laughs> so knowing that now you're you're a gospel comedian, 
I think that's what you call the women, comedians. Right. Uh, and then you sing, and you have a book out. What mm-hmm. else do you do? You play drums, anything like that? <laughs> I do deacon watching. That's a, a new habit. <laughs> <laughs> deacon watching. That's a new habit. <laughs> no, um, uh, what else? I know that m- some more music is coming. I do quite a bit of singing with my uh, routines, uh, with some of my skits, and I'm I'm working on some more songs, parody okay. songs that I can sing more often. And I'm probably definitely going to uh, do a uh, live recording next year, but I'm going to have more songs in it. Gotcha. Um, so um, God's given me that, and uh, I've actually written a couple of songs that I may record somehow. I'm not a musician, so I can't write the music, but I'm like, Lord, you're going to be able to bring the person. If I tell them this is how the song goes, it has this to make and beat, and boom, we're going to have this together, and boom, I'll be through, you know. So um, th- that could come. Like I said, that wasn't, if a book wasn't on my bucket list, yeah, there could be something else that right. wasn't on my fucking list. God's gonna tell me to do, and uh, we will just be able to move forward. And I'm grateful for the gift God has given me because when you, like I told one person, I said, if you trust and cultivate one gift that He gives you, He's gonna multiply that. Because I had no idea right. that that's true. The comedy would trigger off, and then the. Uh, a book would branch off of that and then because I've never considered myself a writer okay I never considered myself a writer and the feedback I'm getting from the people reading this book has been phenomenal I'm sitting there going you got all of that and you know that yes you know I'm like wow God so God meant it to minister so it's ministering and people don't understand laughter is a form of ministry yes it is laughter is a form of healing so it's prayer but we better use the weapons we have that's right. You know what I'm saying? So. Well. But yeah, I sing too. I couldn't help it. My daddy sang quartet. My mom was a choir director. Wow. Voice coach. It just, it skipped my brother altogether, bless his heart. <laughs> uh, he just, uh, well, he's no, sitting, he's he don't, and we thankful that he's just preserved the family name. So he ain't out trying to sing nowhere. And they be like, oh no, he's the one we just tuned him out. So I thank him for not doing that. Uh, keeping the family reputation intact. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! He yeah, he sitting, around, sitting around yeah. wondering what he's supposed to do. Yeah, yeah. Let he hard. Let he hard. And I tried to run away from it, and uh, I did. I did. I tried to run away from singing. I tried not to do it. Didn't want to do it. That's double we got. Oh, no, child. But from the time I was 26, it had to stop. You know, um, <laughs> so, okay, God, so we'll find two net two and just keep it rolling. So. <laughs> Amen. Well, what uh, what advice would you give to an upcoming comedian, gospel comedian? I would say to make sure that your lifestyle is pure before God's people because they feel that. Okay. Um, and you want to be effective. You should want to be effective with whatever you do for God. So if your lifestyle lines up, then you'll be effective. And mm-hmm. don't try to be funny. 
just be yourself. And sometimes when you're relaxed, you're the funniest person. And I can tell people, I don't try to be funny. Stuff just come out of my mouth. It just really sounds funny. But I'm not trying at all. Trust right. me, I'm not. Right. So when I should so come, I'm like, where did that come from? You know, that tickled me. You know? <laughs> um, so know, know that you got a calling first. And that way you'll be even more effective. Because we need Christians that are effective with the gifts they have and not just to say what I want to try to do to see if I can do it. No, baby, we need you to be effective on duty (laughs) (laughs) when you stand up and open your mouth. (laughs) You need to be speaking with purpose. Even if it's funny, you still need to be speaking with purpose. So just know your purpose because then you'll get more joy out of it. And and to me, that's the reward is that you're getting as much joy giving as you are receiving the laughter. I get as much joy as telling you the, reliving the story as right. I'm telling it to you, as, as I'm watching you respond to that story as if you were there with me. You oh. understand? Oh, I get so, it. So, yeah. So. Do you have any shout outs to anyone that, uh, people that may have helped you along the way? Any shout outs? I'm just now starting to meet some people. I'm just now in the, in the, in the, uh, networking, the heavy networking. Uh, I would like to send out a shout out to the Let's Talk Gospel Conference Hall. Okay. I've been a member of them for about uh, six months faithfully. And <laughs> I'm listening a lot and I don't say much a lot, yeah. but I, I know that because there's so many artists, there's so many singing, just everybody's singing. And I'm the only one kind of feel like I'm in a class by myself. <laughs> okay. But it still takes the same method to get the word out. That's true. You know, we have to use the same mediums, the same vehicles, the radio to get the word out. So I had to remember, okay, yes, ministry, but you got business too, you know. So you need to let folks know that you're around. So, yes. So, Lachelle uh, Crump and Ms. Wynn, thank y'all for having the Let's Talk Gospel. And uh, thank you, Mr. Carter, for inviting me. Well, you're welcome. And for those of you who are just tuning in, we're in a live interview with Miss T Gospel Comedy. You can find out more about her and listen to her comedy as well as check out her brand new book at www.mistcomedy.com. And she spells Miss M-I-Z. And T, of course, is capital T. Do you have any parting words to our listening audience? Um, I would just like to encourage you to continue moving forward and don't get discouraged by every no that you get because every no will result into yeses somewhere down the road. Amen. And uh, just keep plugging. Keep plugging. You have a ministry that needs to be heard. And I, I, I believe that this is a season where the body of Christ is thirsty for real, yes. authentic words. Yes. Whether they come in song, whether they come in speech, or whether they come in, in the form of comedy, we're thirsty for authentic words. So uh, just be encouraged. Don't get discouraged. I know it, it can be frustrating. I I sometimes look at myself and go, what am I doing this for? Because it seems like I'm not getting anywhere. Mm. But I say, Lord, I understand slow is steady. Because I plan to be in here a long time. So you're 
creating it so that I can last a long time. Right. So, and funny never goes away. <laughs> Just like the music will never die, the funny will never go away either. Funny will so, never go away. <laughs> yeah, so I, I'm in here for the long haul. So I got to start slow so you can pace yourself for uh, the breakthrough. And like I told one girlfriend, I said, girl, when God swing them doors open, I'm going to swing these hips and roll them right on through. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen. Well, Miss T, we enjoyed you on today. Well, thank uh, you so much for having me. <laughs> all right. You ever meet those people who use other and everything they say? I mean, just passing conversation, you know. Girl, I went to work today and uh, then I went to lunch and dinner. This is yours truly, Mr. NIA himself, Roderick Carter. Let's get back to more great gospel music. Thank you guys for tuning in.